This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 264. And the quote of the day is from Dolly Parton, who said, Never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And first of all, I want to fill everyone in with what happened with my gig. So I don't know if you listened to the episode about learning new tunes, but I talked about having to learn about 30 songs for this gig, and I had to learn them in about three days, two and a half, three days, something like that. So everything went really well with the gig. I knew the tunes, I knew the feels, and I didn't miss any changes, anything like that. Everyone complimented me on my playing, but I made a completely amateur move and showed up at the gig and did not have a hi-hat clutch. So I scrambled and asked the sound man and asked you know anybody I could think of uh, to, to sort of help me out. And I'm in a new town, so I don't have any connections, but ended up not getting a hi-hat clutch. So I took some cord straps, like some mono-price cord straps, and some electrical tape and wrapped it around the rod and through the symbol and all that. And it worked. So <laughs> crisis averted. It didn't, it wasn't amazing, but, uh, but it ended up working. So I got the job done. It was a total, total amateur move. I think that's the first time in my entire career that I forgot that I'm going to chalk it up to all my stuff being in different boxes and things from moving, but, uh, still, absolutely an an amateur move so anyway but thanks for everybody asking about the gig the gig went really well i had a ton of fun and hopefully i'll be doing uh more gigs with them so uh also i i had a meeting with drum magazine and because they're here they're close to me here um i think they're in port richmond i think is the town but anyway so i worked out a deal with them a very special deal for the drummers resource podcast listeners so if you go to drummersresource.com forward slash magazine, that's drummersresource.com forward slash magazine, you can get a six month free set or free uh, subscription to Drum Magazine. That's both print and digital. If you live outside of the US, you can only get the digital version. But if you're inside of the US, you can get six months free. So just head over to drummersresource.com forward slash magazine. It'll redirect you to the drum site and you'll be able to fill out all your information and they'll send you the magazine for six months for free. So definitely, definitely check that out. That was very generous of them to do. Um, so we worked that out last time I was meeting with them. So one more time, drummersresource.com forward slash magazine. And let's get into, uh, and just to be clear, that wasn't there. That's not an advertisement. They didn't pay for that or anything. It's just a special deal that, that I worked out with them for the podcast listeners. So enjoy. Um, so I want to get into the topic of balancing what I'm going to call balancing, you know, having a nine to five and having a playing career. And it's, and I realize that the that it's tough and a lot of people say that they don't have time to sort of do both or they get lack of sleep or whatever it is. So I want to just add my two cents to this conversation and share my thoughts about how I've done it in the past. I, I 
technically still do it now, although I still work in the music business and, and, you know, drummer's resource, my job is around drumming. I still have to get up early. I still have to run my business. So I, I'm still up at, you know, five thirty, six, six thirty, depending on what time I go to bed, but I'm still up really early and I'm working all day and then practicing and going to the gym. And, you know, I, my wife and I still spend time together and everything. So I'm, I balance a nine to five as well. It may be a little bit different than going into an office building, but it's still working, you know, and playing, although I've sort of integrated the two. And so that actually is a good segue to what I was going to say about, I don't believe in balance. I don't believe in work-life balance. I just, I think it's sort of a myth. And I, I like the idea of work-life integration because you're integrating the things that you need to do to make money versus the things that you want to do for fun. And hopefully you can find a nice intersection there. So sometimes there's going to have to be more work and a little bit less life. And there's, and then on some, some points there's going to be more life and a little less work, but you need to integrate those things with how it works. If you have three kids and you have a, a super rough schedule, you need to integrate playing and practicing and all that stuff inside of your life. There's never going to be a balance. You're never going to be, you know, 60, 40 or 70, 30 or anything. I think it's going to, you know, I think it's more like, here's all the stuff that I need to get done for my family. Here's the stuff I need to get done for my business. Here's the stuff I need to get done for drumming, all these things. And I have to sort of use it like a Rubik's cube and figure that out to make that work. So that's why I I like the term integration versus balance, because I don't think it's ever going to be balanced. If you really want to do it and you want to do it without driving yourself crazy. So think about it that way uh, in, in terms of, you know, balance versus integration. I think integration is the way to go. The next thing is that sometimes you're going to have to make some sacrifices. So you may have to, you know, miss dinner with friends. You may have to, uh, you may have to miss your favorite TV show. You may have to sacrifice certain things to get other things done. So if you want to come home and you want to sit on the couch and watch TV instead of practicing, then you may have to either sacrifice practicing or you're going to have to sacrifice watching television. And a lot of people say, well, I want to relax when I get home from work. And that's fine. I have no problem with relaxing. But I, so I think that you have to figure that out for yourself to say, okay, am, do I do I not want to relax as much as I want to go practice? How important is it for me? Um, so, and I'm not saying that you need to sacrifice everything, but sometimes you're you're going to have to sacrifice certain things, including sleep. So I get a lot of messages about Nick. How do you get up at five thirty in the morning if you're out playing till two thirty in the morning? Well, I usually, if I get home and I go to bed at two thirty in the morning, I usually get up by seven, seven thirty. And okay, I'm and by no means am I advocating not getting a lot of sleep, but once in a while, you can sort of give up a little bit of sleep. It's not going to kill you. I'm not saying sleep five hours every night, but I'm saying that if you can one day or two days, you know, give up a little bit of sleep, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I'm not a doctor, so I don't have any medical uh, proof, but I, I think that you can have a little bit of, of lack of sleep and that's okay. But I think that if you're doing it three, four five, six days a week, then you're going to have to change up your schedule. So sacrificing a little bit of that is, is okay. And that's the things that you're going to have to do if you want, because I'm, what I'm guessing is if, if you're interested in what we're talking about here, about balancing these things or integrating these things, then you're probably not playing six nights a week. If you are, 
I don't know, maybe you should think about quitting your day job and just playing full time because obviously you got some stuff rocking and rolling. So consider making certain sacrifices that you need to make, including sleep. It's no doubt that you have to differentiate yourself and the electives at MI can help you do that. They have a wide range of electives that'll help you dig deeper into specialized area of focus like gospel drumming, New Orleans drumming, electronic drumming, transcribing, hand drums, cajon, or even Ableton. And these electives are taught with passion by the expert faculty at MI. So you can learn more about them and all their great courses at mi.edu. It's one thing to talk about how great dream symbols are, but it's another thing to actually hear them for yourselves. And the good thing about dream is not only do they sound great, but they're also priced well below the competitor's prices. So that way you can actually afford to buy these symbols. And if you don't think you can get a great sounding symbol at a low price, check out dreamsymbols.com. But first, I want you to take a listen to what these things sound like. To learn more about dream symbols, be sure to check them out at dreamsymbols.com. The next thing is, you know, Chase Jarvis, who I've had on the show, he's the founder of Creative Live, says that that the dreams that you work on between five to nine often become your nine to five. So look at it as having that second job. You're working five, you work nine to five at your regular job, but then you come home and you work five to nine on your dreams, your goals, your your things that you want to do inside of music. So you come home. You have some dinner, you hang out with the family, the kids, whatever the case may be, and then you go do what you need to do. You either, you know, stay up late at night when you're after your kids and your wife or your girlfriend or whoever goes to bed, then you stay up, continue to work, practice, hit, you know, hit the practice pad. Or if you have a rehearsal place, then go to the rehearsal spot, depending on what your situation is. If you have electronic drums, if you, you know, everybody's situation is different, but figure out a way that you can work that five to nine and you can say, okay, I'm going to have dinner. I'm going to do a couple of things with the family. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying to negate your family, but here's the thing. And I, and I've heard this said a lot uh, through various people. And I think about this too, that when you're home, what are you actually doing when you're home? Because a lot of people's excuse is, well, I don't, I want to spend time with my family and I want to hang out with them. Well, if your kid's upstairs playing, you know, on the internet and you're watching TV in the basement and your wife's upstairs reading, you're not really home spending quality time with your family. You're just home. So look at it from a depth perspective of, I remember Gary Vaynerchuk saying, look at it depth instead of width. Like, Get if you're going to be home, spend time with their family, give them an hour of undivided attention, not, you know, an hour of you being on their phone, the television's on and, you know, your son's on his phone looking at Instagram. So if you can say, OK, I'm going to come home, I'm going to spend quality time six to seven. We're going to sit, chat, turn off the TV. We're going to get that quality time in. Then your wife goes to do her thing and you're going to go do yours and you're going to go to work. And I, I love the idea of setting it up to where you know, nighttime is where you sort of, you, uh, you, you burn that midnight oil. And if you can go to bed, you know, if you can work from eight to 11 every night on the things that you need to do and then get up the next morning and then go to work a you know, if you're getting six, seven, eight, eight hours of sleep, I think you'd be cool. Um, the next thing is 
scheduling in your practice and your gigs and working everything else around that stuff. So if you say, okay, I want to practice Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, then then it's no different than if you have a softball game or if you're going, if, if it's Monday night football and you're scheduling that with your friends. So what happens a lot of the time, it's like the gym or practicing or anything else. If you don't schedule it, everything else that pops up will take precedence over that. Well, I was going to practice, but the game was on. I was going to, you know, I was going to go to the gym, but this happened or, you know, I had a softball game or whatever it is. So those the same way that you would schedule anything else, schedule that practice time. So, you know, hey, honey, you know that every Tuesday and Thursday from six to eight, I'm unavailable because I'm practicing, but that's, um, that's my time away. I think waiting for the time to be, you know, waiting till you have the time to do it is sort of a fool's errand. And I think you're going to, you're going to find more times than not that all the other things fill in those gaps quickly. So if you can schedule that time in, you know, if you have a gig on Friday, you don't say, well, the game's on, so I'm going to miss the gig. So if you plan on practicing, you know, Tuesday and Thursday from six to eight, then practice, schedule it in. Nope. Can't. Hey, do you want to go out and get a beer? No, I can't. Sorry. I have this thing. Unless it's more important to you than, you know, to go get, go have that beer with your friends, then you should do the things that you say that you're going to do and schedule them in and, and fit it in. Um, and the sort of the last point is not being so hard on yourself. There's, there's this stigma that, you know, if you didn't practice six hours this week, you're failing and, and you're falling short and, and y'all, you should have done this and you should have done that. If you, didn't get all your practice time in, but you're all caught up on your television show, then yeah, I think that maybe you should rearrange some of your priorities. If you say that drumming is a priority, if watching television is a priority, then I think you're spot on and you're good. But if you're, if you're saying that the drumming is the priority, but you know, aside from your day gig, if you're saying that the drumming is the priority and you're not practicing and you're not doing all these things, but you're laying on the couch watching television, then actually that's what your priority is. And I'm not, and I, I don't mean this to sound prescriptive or judgmental. I'm just saying that, that, you know, once in a while we get too hard on ourselves. And I think that if you're, if you're really putting forth the effort and you're doing your best job, then that's, that's really all you can do. So don't think that, you know, it sort of goes back to the, oh, I can't get an hour of practicing in, so I'm not going to practice at all. That's nonsense. If you can get a half hour in every other day, that's better than nothing. So if, you know, an hour, an hour is, is better than not doing it all. Five minutes is better than no time at all as well. So don't be so hard on yourself. Don't think that you have to be constantly like, you know, behind the kit and practicing and all. And even, even guys that don't have day gigs and are on tour, like check in with them and and ask them how much they're practicing. Because I can tell you, it's not, it's not, you know, six hours a day. They're doing other things. They're running their businesses. They have, they have nine to fives too. It's just, it just so happens that they work in music. So they're making calls, they're lining up gigs, they're lining up, uh, you know, clinics or tours or, or whatever the case may be, whatever they're working on, they're running their business as well. So they have a nine to five and they're gigging. So I think that you should look at it that way of saying, okay, here's my nine to five. And I do that. 
But now I have to separate it at night and say, okay, I'm going to go play this gig. I may have to give up a little bit of sleep. I'm going to make certain sacrifices. I'm going to schedule in sort of work hours at night. Or here's a novel idea. If, get up earlier. If you like to go to bed by nine o'clock, that's cool. Then get up earlier. So Justin recently, Justin, who, who uh, edits the podcast, he recently told me, hey, man, I, I need these podcasts earlier, which I've been doing a horrible job at doing. So, Justin, I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to get on a schedule here. So Justin, forgive me. I love you, dude. I'm sorry. I know I'm a pain in the ass anyway. So, but he said, Hey man, I need, you know, I got to edit these podcasts in the morning. So I'm going to have office hours from 7am to, I think, I think 9am. That's what I'm going to do all of my work that, that I need to do every day. And that's scheduled in. So for Justin, you know, if it's not done by nine o'clock, then the next day he starts on that at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. So I think it's a really good idea that if you want to, if you got to make this time, Hey, get up earlier, figure it out, have some scheduled work days in there or work time in there that you're specifically dedicating to that thing. And I think that what you'll find is if you not only make this stuff a priority, but make it, make it a concrete scheduled thing and you make some sacrifices around it and make, make that the priority and don't make it a thing that you fit in whenever you have time. And I get it life gets in the way and things happen and, and, you know, things come up and sometimes you can't do all the things that you want to do. But by and large, I think that a lot of the times we, myself included, end up finding things to fill that space instead of doing the things that we actually should be doing. And then when you find out, I, I think when you find out that once you do the things that you need to be doing, that they weren't really that hard to do in the first place. So uh, that's sort of my my way of of integrating life and work and practicing and gigging and all of that stuff without getting completely drained and and honestly if i'm playing five nights a week till two o'clock in the morning i'm gonna sleep in i gotta you have to you gotta treat your body right so uh i don't want you i don't want people to think that that i'm up till three o'clock in the morning every night and then i'm up at five working again it's just it's not reality and anyone who tells you that it's that's not the case but once in a while i do get four hours of sleep and it sucks for that day but for me i think it's worth it so i hope that was uh, a little bit beneficial and like i said i don't i don't want to come off as prescriptive i just want to sort of uh give my two cents on how i've how i've managed to balance this stuff and integrate all of this stuff into my life not only now with drummer's resource but before like i've worked full-time gigs and toured and you know, and, and played gigs all the time and practiced and all that stuff. So uh, those are my two cents. So I hope you enjoyed that. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.